Welcome to this bonus episode of the Food Fight podcast from EIT Food. In these episodes, we break down the food system for you, unpacking the ideas that create positive change. We'll be hearing from industry experts as they share new concepts and innovations, teaching you everything you need to know about a topic. Without further ado, let's get into this. Hi there, I'm Hélène Soret, and I'm the head of marketing and co-founder of Inoco. We are a little Austrian startup trying to solve one of the biggest uh, crises in this uh, century. And today I'm here to talk about uh, the environmental impact of grocery shopping. So the impact of grocery shopping on our environment is actually huge. Agriculture contribute to really a large number of environmental issues, such as deforestation, water usage, biodiversity loss, uh, soil degradation, etc., etc. In terms of number, we can say that our food production contributes to 70% of biodiversity loss on land, a third of the total greenhouse gas emission and usually use around 70% of fresh water. Agriculture actually doesn't only have impact on nature and environment, but also on human beings and on nutrition and health. So we can say that in many, many countries, agriculture is actually the leading source of pollution, unfortunately. Way you produce food, and when I talk about food system, I don't talk only about the way you farm the crops. According to what you eat, where you buy, etc., some of the impact hotspot may come from the production, some of the impact hotspot may come from the packaging. You know, a product like meat has a huge impact, for example. It's coming, first of all, by the land use, because, I mean, if you eat meat, you know, they take a lot of space and then you need to feed them. So you need, on top of this, to have another space to grow crops which are going to feed the cows, which is going to feed us. So the impact is very big at the beginning already at the value chain. If you talk about the impact, I don't know, of a vegetable or something, uh, the impact might be more at the end, where it's more about packaging or the way you store it or food waste. So... It really depends on the product. If we don't fix those issues in the supply chain, the consequences for the planet, for human beings, are going to be disastrous. The countries who are the most inhabited and with the people with the, the poorest population are going to be hit even harder. So we will need to change and transform on many, many different topics. Uh, just to give you some example, it will require consumer. It's not only retailers, not only producers, it's also consumers will have to shift their diet. But it also we will have to protect a uh, natural ecosystem. We will have to decarbonize the entire food value chain. So there are really a lot of system change that we will have to tackle in order to avoid going into the wall. So if we want to talk about uh, the solution that exists out there, I believe, first of all, that everyone should do their part. So governments are starting now to create regulation, legislation to monitor 
the amount of emissions. We can see also that consumers are becoming more and more aware and they're trying to buy products which are better for the planet and the people. And even retailers and brands are now offering more and more uh, sustainable products. So I think we all play our part. If you have in mind what I said at the beginning, that 70% of biodiversity loss is coming from agriculture, a third of the emission, I really believe that grocery retailer and F&P brand could have a huge impact if they would start to identify the climate hotspots in their value chain and optimize this. And this is basically where Inoco comes in. So Inoco is a SIS, so software as a service platform. We offer product impact assessment for retailers and brands across many dimensions. So what do we do exactly? We basically help retailers and brands to precisely calculate the impact of their white-label product and we help them to accurately estimate the impact of their third-party product across the entire value chain and across eight dimensions. So to maybe just give a little bit more like a process description, we start usually with an assessment. So we help retailer and brand to assess across those eight dimensions. And why is it important to have eight dimensions is very often a product doesn't have such a strong CO2 impact, but may have a very bad impact on biodiversity or may consume a lot of water or may have a very bad uh, impact on animal welfare. So it's important to look not only at CO2, but also to look at other dimensions. And then after, so we create this assessment first. So we say, okay, this is your assortment, third-party product, white-label product. Okay, this is where you are now. Second module or second step is optimize. So once we have calculated the entire assortment, we help them to optimize. So we check along the entire value chain, okay, there is a hotspot here, maybe the way you produce or the transport is really bad, you know, if the food is transported by flight, by air, it's usually very high or the packaging. And we propose more sustainable alternative for them to improve their score. Once they have optimized, they can communicate it. So we have a label which is, I mean, very basic, very, I mean, it's a visual label. It goes from dark red for very bad to dark green to very good so that the consumer easily can identify, okay, this product is really bad or really good. We also have a little QR code, which for consumer who want to understand why is this product actually really bad? I mean, I was sure it was good. They can scan the QR code, then they get all the information uh, they want on the assessment. And then the last module that we have, it's a little bit advanced, but it's called the Engage module. So we propose unique engagement solution where we basically help consumers to buy more sustainable products through nudging and gamification. So it's an app module that we sell to, to retailers. So this is, in a few words, what Inoko is doing. <laughs> So the future of grocery shopping will look, in my opinion, more transparent. So we see already that demands for radical transparency and sustainability is increasing around the world on many different industries. So the main goal that I want to see for my platform is to really empower millions of consumers around the world to make better informed decisions. And I think the idea came up, you know, from that moment when 
And I think it happened to a lot of people where you stand at the supermarket in front of the vegetable stand and then you have two concumber. You have one concumber organic, which is packed in plastic, the other concumber, which is conventional, so not organic, unpacked. And you're like, hmm, which one shall I choose? Shall I choose the organic one or shall I choose the one which is unpacked? And you just don't know as a consumer. You don't have the time to research. It's complex. It involves so many different variables that it's impossible for you to know. And so what we want today with our technology is that the consumer doesn't have to think and make wrong choice because the worst is when you care and you still make the wrong choice. You come home and you're like, ah. So our vision really, our mission is to empower millions of consumers around the world to just make better informed decisions. If they buy a red product, they know it's red and they buy for other reasons, right? This is our vision. Thank you all for listening in to this bonus episode and we hope you learned something new. If you'd like to find out more, head over to the EIT Food website at eitfood.eu and please also join the conversation via the hashtag EITFoodFight on our Twitter channel at EITFood.